Good afternoon and welcome to the Sports Bar Show. Chewing the fat and talking the balls, as per usual. Get out of my way. I've got flies in this uh, conservatory. And there's one over there. Or over uh, there. What are, to, what are you trying to say? <laughs> what are you trying to say, you, you shocker? Are you, wearing that shirt? Are you wearing that shirt for a bit or what? Listen, I'm wearing this shirt because you know what? Where's your shirt? Because you know what today is, don't you? It's in the it's wash. Fo it's football shirt Friday and I've got mine on, especially for Harry Kane. <laughs> Harry Kane, if you're watching, listen, I've got the shirt on. Football shirt Friday. It's part of the Bobby Moore Fund for Awareness in Bowel Cancer. And probably other uh, health issues as well. So, yeah. you know, here I am on the sports bar show, not letting the team down, uh, wearing my football shirt with pride. Manchester well, I've got, United. I've got this on, Snug Pack. My official sponsors, they, give, they send me uh, freebies from time to time. Keep me nice well, and warm. <laughs> okay, I'll let, I'll, let, I'll let you off then. Now, my Peter Noble... Victory V, Clariton Blue, is in the wash. So I weren't going to put it on because it's absolutely uh, reeking. It's stinking at the moment. How are you doing well, anyway? How are you talking, doing? About, talking about Peter Noble, but, uh, yeah. God rest his soul. Victory V. Yes. We haven't, oh, spoke, about, <laughs> we haven't spoke about the Victory V factory for a long time, have we? You Those were jelly babies. babies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Frightening. We, we haven't mentioned it, have we? We're still looking for somebody. Have you, have you had any applicants yet for that person that uh, we need to get in to sort the sexes out? Because they're building up now. We don't know. We, you know, we have to separate the sexes in the jelly babies. And we still haven't got anybody. Hey, talking of Peter Noble, jumping back to Peter Noble. You remember when he had the sports shop in the uh, market hall in Burnley? I do, yeah. I do. He was a great footballer, weren't he? I were a top guy as well. Yeah, Great top footballer, guy. top guy. He really were. What's been uh, going on in your life? Because I know there's a bit of uh, construction work going on around you. So if we hear some uh, banging and uh, nail hammering, then we know what's going on. Listen, if you hear some weird noises today, there's uh, all sorts going on at this uh, at, uh, uh, this club today. Let me tell you, it's all happening. It's uh, construction work day. Never mind uh, Harry Kane football shirt day. It's uh, uh what well, who's put that on? Nick Files, take that shirt off, Brent, please. Listen, <laughs> you're going to get sacked in the morning because you he's this is my driver. You're getting sacked in the morning. This is my this is my driver, he's supposed to be delivering. I'll yeah, get well, you inspected. Why, why is he not working? Exactly. He's, he'll be saying he's on his uh, on his lunch, so he's put it this way. If he gets any more parking tickets like he's got, he will be sacked in the morning. He's parked twice, two days running outside of school. You know, the, the yellow lines, and them yellow lines say you do not park on them on them yellow lines. Yeah, you, you know wanna, what? You want to tell Colin Wilson that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's another one. He's another one. And I've got to pick the pieces up. Scandalous. Anyway, anyway. Let's, get back, let's get back on track here. So we've got it's uh, construction work day here today at Bakeup Borough. We've got uh, our friend Liam Boardman, uh, <clears throat> our friend Liam Boardman out there over in the uh, uh, technical area, finishing the job off that he started last week. Uh, yeah. 
So we've got Liam and uh, Brady uh, and his uh, his lads over there um, doing some work. And then in the other room, if you hear any weird noises, we've got um, we've got B and E boys are in today because, as you know, sadly we uh, we got broken uh, we got broke into uh, yeah. um, a few weeks ago. So they're in there now sorting uh, that out. And would you know also who's just arrived? Matty Dell. Matty he Dell. He used to be a footballer for Makeup Burra, but he's just doing a little job for me. So, um, yeah, so we've got plenty going on. So if uh, you hear some strange noises uh, and you uh, and the dog starts barking, you know we're it's the real world because we're live. I'll tell you what, though, Brenny, it's great when the uh, you know some of our partners can come out and help us out when we're when the chips are down. Oh, exactly. It's brilliant, you know, to call on these people. Um, I, I would just call people. It cost us a fortune otherwise, and we ain't got that kind of money. Exactly, exactly. Talking about talking of which, you did an absolute tremendous article in the in the local paper this week uh, about one of my former players going for two point two million. Yeah, well, um, we, could, we could touch upon that if you, if you uh, but, want, but, because it's uh, it's big talking news around Manchester as well. Because I think it's gonna. Make its way into the Manchester Evening News as well this week, which is good. <laughs> well, I hope people read the uh, story and not the headline, because all those... <laughs> because you, had few, all those... You, had, you had some phone calls, didn't you? <laughs> we correct. They thought, they thought I'd fell off the quap and landed in the divvy. <laughs> eh? I said, what are you talking about? They said, you, you, you've got a load of money coming your way. I went, who told you that? I said, ah. I said, stop reading headlines. Read the story. Yeah. We're about as million miles off getting any money as what uh, probably London is from where I am at this moment in time. But Richard Partington's good at writing headlines. That's what he draws you in. We've done it from the pre-press. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was a great headline and it's a great story and it's a great achievement for uh, Fabio Abreu. Uh, for those that don't don't know, um, as we as we're, we do here at, at Baycup Borough, um, we're always here to give people, players, a chance. You know, young players, if they want a platform and they, they believe they can, they can progress in the game and they can go on to bigger and better things, well, the starting point for a lot of players has been here at Bake Up Borough. Um, and we're here, you know, myself, my staff, um, I mean, in the in the... You know, my current staff in Dave Felgate, Jimmy Petruzzi, uh, Gary Harris, you know, we're all here to help them um, and guide them and push them along the way. And equally, in the time when Fabio was here, it was it was Andy Hill, which is, a, you know, again, Andy Hill, former Manchester City and Bury footballer. Yeah. He was here working, he was head of, head of youth, and uh, Fabio was a big part of that uh, at, at that time. And as you know, he's, 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 we gave him his debut, or I gave him his debut here at Bake Up in the first team. He came off the bench on uh, quite a number of occasions and scored some vital goals for us. Uh, I, I always knew that he would do well in the game, did well, I my question, Brett. What was it about him? What stood out for you? 
And why did you give him your? Why did you give him uh, his debut at such a young age? Well, the guy, the lad was he was an athlete. He was and he was physically strong. You know, when I say physically strong, there was like kind of he was just solid. He was solid, but he was an athlete. But with but as well as being an athlete and solid, um, he, he'd ability. He, he you know he he remind he re, Joel who unfortunately because of COVID is 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 still out there in 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 France, uh, which is like is, is kind of frustrating for for us all. But it is what it is, and we've 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 got to obey by the uh, the rules, and we we don't want to be putting in anybody under undue pressure but let me tell you Joel reminds me a lot of Fabio yeah and look where Fabio's gone and achieved and I've said all along here you know that whilst I can't predict that Joel will, will follow the same path or a similar path but I always believe that Joel is a talent and he will he, 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 he'll, he will make it and have be at a good level of the, of the game Equally, that's the kind of thing that our thoughts were with Fabio. We felt at that time that Fabio would would uh, have a good career. Did we think in our wildest dreams that he'd go for two point two million pounds? No, we didn't. And I'm not going to I'm not going to lie about that. But I honestly thought that the kid he'd have a good career have, in the game. He'd have a good career, and you know what. He, he, you know, it's it's fantastic that what 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 he's achieved. Well, his, his work because I was doing the research for the for the article, and he's for eleven years, well nine years, two thousand eleven through till two twenty. His work blimping blimping hard, and he's been at a, a few clubs in Portugal, and he's had to work his way up. Well, that yeah, that's exactly right, and you, you don't get listen. It's easy to watch the TV. It's easy to get carried away with videos. It's easy to watch everything that, you know, you, 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 the people that you, you, you're watching the game and think, oh, you know, I'd love to be doing that. But listen, the, the, these people are in the professional game. They've had to give a lot of things up. Uh, you know, they, they really, really have had to uh, uh, made, make a lot of sacrifices along the way to get to where they've got to. And... No, that's what we try and educate the lads at where we are. You know, at, at our level now, you've got you, you, you'll not progress in this game. You know, whether it be non-league and then into football league or direct into football league, you're not going to progress in this game if you're not going to put your efforts uh, into it and do a lot of and give and make a lot of sacrifices. And obviously, Fabio has done that along the way. And, uh, you know, now he's reaping the rewards. And that should be a, a sign for, you know, the youngsters that we've got here now. You know, if you work hard, <coughs> excuse me, if you work hard, uh, obviously there's an old saying, you work hard, you play hard. Uh, you work hard, you're dedicated, you're focused. Uh, the sacrifices come in where, you know, we've seen... In the in the past few weeks, that one or two pros that starting off in the in the game have overstepped the mark because they're young and immature, uh, and they've got into trouble for that. You know, them things you can't do. You, you know, you you've got to be focused and dedicated. And if you're focused and dedicated, I am sure, one hundred percent, they will get the rewards at the end of it. And you know, and that's the best advice I can give to 
any any of these youngsters. And one thing about here at Bakeup, there's there's a lot of good youngsters come our way. We've given them a platform, we've given them a chance, but some have fell, fallen by the wayside. And the reason why they've fallen by the wayside, because one thing that we won't we won't put up with here, we, we do not suffer fools, you know, and, and it's it's a, it's a fact. And you know, at times I've had to be ruthless in terms of uh, uh, how we've how we've done things, and and some players can't handle it, and uh, and the uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? You, you know, I'm not quite liked. But there I go. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make footballers, and I'm here to win games of football if I can. Uh, that's what I'm here for. But I'm not here to make friends. That's for sure. But yeah. if we can see that some of our young players, as in Fabio, can progress in the game and have progressed in the game, you know, well, job done in my eyes and well done to them. Yeah, definitely. Well, for those that don't know, you know, of course, with the Fabio move, there is possibilities, uh, little possibilities that they might be, but there is possibilities that we we may receive some kind of solidarity payment which was introduced by FIFA a few years ago uh, I know that you're not holding your breath but the ball is rolling isn't it Brent yeah well you know anybody that that's uh, involved in football and involved in, in in trying to run these academies and trying to progress young uh, young players they they know that they know that there's a, a ruling coming through FIFA uh, you, you know, and it, 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 it's it's there. You know that uh, if a player progresses and, can, and moves on in the game and goes for you, you know any any kind of money, then the clubs that uh, have been involved in the education and progression of of, uh, of that player are entitled to some sort of compensation. Um, and that's there in the rules, but you don't just get it just because of the say so that this kid's played at Bakup Borough. Or this kids played at Salford City, you know it doesn't come to you like that, you know, like that. You've got to have the proof behind it, you know. And the stumbling block that we've got at the minute is that, unfortunately, our league, uh, the Northwest Counties League, and it's not a slur on the league. I mean, uh, I know they're tightening the belts now going forward, but like everybody else, they're they're operating, they're a league operating on. On, on volunteers, you know, people who are volunteering the services and, you know, kind of the way the game's going, uh, it's kind of a running leagues these days. It's kind of more of a, a full-time role, really, than a volunteer role, if you will. Yeah. And, and, and going back to, so going back into like 2010, the Northwest Counties haven't archived that far back player registrations. So, as it stands at the minute, they haven't they haven't got no record. They know that he's played for Baycup. They they know that, you know. You know they see that off our off off uh, cuttings. You can go That's on to all over social media. Even <clears throat> even Fabio himself has uh, has talked about Baycup Burr in the past. Yeah, exactly. But that isn't enough to. It's a bit like how can I explain? It's a bit like. You know you've bought the lottery ticket. You know what number your ticket are because you've you got, got to bloody find it though. But you can't find your ticket, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we are at the minute. So there you go. So so listen, it'd be lovely and great if we can if we can if we can find the registrations and get documentation 
it'll be brilliant because, you know, we're like everybody else. We're, we're struggling in a difficult time. Yeah. Uh, and it will be a, a good windfall for us, however, however little it is. It will, be a, it will be a help. But at this moment in time, let me tell you, whilst it's fantastic for Fabio uh, and we're pleased for him, um, you know, I'm not holding my breath about the, uh, the compensation only because, you know, trying to find those records from 10 years ago is, uh, is proving a little bit difficult. It is. I'm going to stay on that just slightly because last week we had a meeting, didn't we, with the our friends at iSports Football College and we've we've teamed up with them yet again. So hopefully for the 2020, uh, 2011, 20, well, 2011, 2021-22, we're going to be running a course as part of the uh, academy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, we, we were hoping to do it this time. You know, but uh, unfortunately, due to COVID and, and everything else, we, it, it, it was just impossible. Um, but we're hoping that uh, we can go run with it, you know, like you say, in the 2021-22 season. And this has been brilliant. It's, it'll be brilliant for, uh, for you know, the, the, the young lads that are leaving school um, that want to further their education, uh, that would be normally going to a college. They can do all their education, their NVQ here at Bake Up Borough Football Club. There'll be uh, designated classrooms for them to do their education in a in kind of a, a football environment. So it's not just football. They'll be doing English. They'll be doing the mathematics. They'll be doing all the educational needs. Uh, and football yeah. will be working alongside that. Correct. So, yeah, exactly. You know, instead of doing it at, at, at a college, they will be doing it in a football club. In a football club, in a football environment, they, they, you know, they'll be, you know, they'll be uh, uh, being educated to the MVQ levels that they need, and in addition to that, there will be full time training on the get, on the football as well, field. As well, as well, they'll be part of a league. Yes, yeah, they'll be in, in, in a college league. And uh, I think Wednesday is the de designated day for that, so that they'll 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 be out there playing the uh, playing playing competitive football in the college league. So yeah, so it's it's all exciting, and uh, and hopefully we we just need the uh, we just need the numbers to to make it go. Yeah, I'm sure we I'm sure we'll. We were having a conversation last week because uh, I don't know you got a bit of a bee in your bonnet about. Managers getting jobs when, or really, you're having to go at, at chairman and directors who were employing managers who you think, hold on a minute, you know, you've not uh, you've not put two and two together and come up with four. Listen, <laughs> listen, Steve. Seriously, you know, because it were it every, were driving you crazy last week. Well, it does drive me crazy because you know, look, when you go into football. Or any 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 sport, you, you you strive to where you want to be, and you have ambitions. Everybody, well, not everybody, but most people that are going, will have ambitions where they want to be. So, where, this is where I come from, right? You know, like there's a lot of people out there that have taken their their their, their management qualifications, their coaching qualifications, and. Uh, and have done really, really well, and 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 have done really well in the game, right? 
but it always seems to be when the when the when a, a manager loses his his job at a football club that these football clubs for some reason go and appoint someone that's failed previously not once i mean listen we all know that football i wish they'd get it at, you know they've got this they've got this thing going at the minute that football is a uh, uh, it's points driven. It's it's driven. There's more. There's more to football than just getting points and being at the top of the league. There's more failures in football. You look at every season in every league. There's more teams that finish that finish that don't win anything than win something. So every team out there are failures, majority of them. So it, it, and you know yourself in football, a lot of things can go wrong in a season. A season is nine months. I had a conversation the other day, for instance, right? One of my former players rang me only just out of courtesy to make sure touch wood are all right and, you know, everything were all right in this pandemic that we're, we're, we're suffering. And we got, we got talking. And one of the things I said to him, we got talking about my current team at the minute and we talked about contracts. And I said to him, you know, a football season is nine months. It's not about one month, two months, three months. It's over nine months. You could start a football season and you could start badly for the first two months, but you could finish strongly for the next seven months, yeah. you know, or vice versa, switch it anywhere you want. You know, you could start off like a house on fire in the first three months, but then taper off and, and then struggle at the back end. There's all sorts of permutations, but the but the bottom line is a football season from start to finish is nine months. Now, my personal opinion about any manager, any chairman out there, any chief executive, if you appoint a manager at, at the start of the season or give a manager a contract, then for me, that manager should be running with you. You've given him. You should run with him. You've back. You're backing him just because yeah. something's gone wrong or or going wrong at that time. Is it not right that you should all be pulling together in the same way and getting around the table of how you're going to rectify the problem and try and get to? Uh, it's like in business. You know, if me and you are in partnership in business, right? And all of a sudden we're not getting. You know, we've got all the production here. We've got everything, but we ain't got the sales. We don't, we don't split up from each other. We don't fall out with each other. We've got to make sure that we've got to, by hook or by crook, we've got to get more people involved and we've got to try and do different things to try and make sure that our sales go up. Yeah. And we turn up. Now, if you look at that in football, if you, if you start a season, so if you appoint a manager at the start of the season, this is your manager, right? Now, surely... If he's struggling at the beginning or even partway through, you still back him. You surely, I would be backing my manager by hook or by crook till the end of the season, and then I reevaluate it. I would look at it, and then I would, I would decide: Have we underachieved? Why have we underachieved? Then you might look at it, and then you might decide to part company. Yeah, that's how you should look at it. Not part midway through the season. Now, what seems to happen here, and like going back to this player that we're talking to, it goes back to players as well. Because last season, if you remember, I built a team here around around the player, uh, around the player who I knew would score us the goals. Now, I was, goals yeah. I wanted this particular player to sign a contract, not 
because I knew that he would, I, I had firm belief that this player will score the goals. Yeah. And you and knew the vultures are going to come. Exactly. I knew that the vultures would be coming for this player when he's banging the goals in. It's quite obvious from higher leagues, right? Yeah. Higher levels. They will be coming in to, to attract him to play higher or even sideways with, with, with the finances, whatever. Yeah. You know, now then. That if they're on contract can't happen. You know that your safety, no head turning, no nothing, no extra blinking few quid or whatever, He's it won't man. happen. He's yeah. your man. So you know you can sit there with confidence and know, apart from injury suspensions, that you what you've got. And as and then you can work with that. Now then, if all of a sudden five week in, six week into a season, you lose that player because he doesn't sign a contract. And he's decided to move on for whatever reasons, right? It's easy for him to move after just a notice of seven days, right? You lose a player. So all your hard work, that could be the final piece in your jigsaw. But Wait, all, your plans, all your plans have gone belly up then, haven't they? It's gone belly up. And then no matter what, you'll not get a replacement. Even if you got a, even if it took you minimum for, if you got a replacement immediately in four you. weeks, well, not only is it going to cost, forget about only costing, but even in that four week till you can get a replacement, you've eight games, and in that eight games, you might not be able to hit a barn door. Yeah. So if you can't hit a barn door, you, your wheels come off a little bit, you, you're creating, you're getting to the final third, you can't create, you, you're lost, yeah. you, you're not scoring, you're not, you're not securing. So all of a sudden, yeah. you, 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 you start losing games of football, uh, you drop down the league, you could things could happen where so is that a, is that a reason to sack your manager? I don't think so. You know, it's the, the manager's working hard to try and uh, redeem the, the 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 problem, and you know, in my opinion, everybody has got to pull the same way. Now, what seems to happen? It's too easy for these people to sack the managers and then try and bring somebody, and they think the grass is greener. But then what happens is, what I saw on social media this last week, a certain manager, and I don't, listen, I'm not here to call managers, right? This is a football league manager. But he's, he's, he's struggled, he's failed at every, every club every he's been minute. at. Yeah. And then, I'm probably going to give the name away now in a minute because of what, how I'm going to explain something. He's even taken, because the administrators of a football club have taken him in, to run their football club because obviously the situation that they're in, so he must have been a, a kind of a cheap option, which is not no problem with that. He's not even broke any pots there. And then all of a sudden, he's been appointed a manager down at West Coast. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah. hang on, hang on. What well, I don't get it. I just and I don't blame the manager. I blame the bleeding people who are running these football clubs and the next well, thing yeah, will be bleeding. They must look at his CV and think, hold on a minute. You know, there's a there's a trend happening here. Yeah, exactly. And I just think, don't blame the manager. No. You've got to look at yourself sat around that table in a boardroom. If someone, offers you, you, if someone offers you a lucrative deal to sign and become a manager of a football club down in the South or whatever it may be, you're going to take it, aren't you? Correct, of course you are. You don't, you don't, you, you know, it's the same with these supporters. Even let, let, let's be honest about players, right? Let's be honest at football clubs. Let's take Burnley, your club, 
for instance. We'll not talk my club or, or, or Manchester United. We'll talk Burnley. So Burnley. you've got a player at Burnley that, 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 let's say, Sean Dyche loves to bits because he sees him training. He sees his attitude. He sees what he's about. He speaks to him every day. And he puts him in the team. Now, you supporters... I'm, I'm, I'm talking a bit hypothetically here because no. I'm not talking, but you know where I'm coming from. But then you supporters only see that player on an hour and a half when he goes, when, 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 when you're on Turf Moor or, or on television or if they happen to be televised or if you follow them away. But basically, you're not seeing him every day. You're not training him. You know, But they go, why is he picked so-and-so? Blumkin so-and-so's in this team again. Bloody hell. What's he seeing him? Absolute bloody rubbish. Really absolute bloody rubbish. What's he picking in for? No wonder we're getting beat every week. Hang on. <laughs> exactly. And I'm thinking to myself, just hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just hang on here. How can you say stuff like that? It's absolute madness. Right? Now, because, of, and then it, it breeds like cancer because the person you sat next to, oh, I know, I believe well, she's bloody useless, isn't it? Well, does your endorse not see that? I mean, it's spread halfway around blinking ground. And then you're thinking, and then the, instead of getting on the, the, the manager's back who's picked him or having a word, they're blaming the player. So is the player going to go to Sean Dyche and say, hey, gaffer, I'm sorry, I, I, I shouldn't really be playing yeah. because I don't think the yeah. turf more faithful yeah. like me. You better that's not, not going to happen. Exactly. Oh, he's giving me a lot of shit at corner flag. <laughs> exactly. It's not going to happen, is it? So, you know, I'm just being right. I'm just being true to life. And that's not, I'm not picking on no Burnley player, Burnley supporter, man, you support. It's rife in football. This is football. Yeah. We watched the England team the other night, right? Last Sunday. Look at last Sunday they played, last Sunday. Social media were a wash. Everybody could do better than, than uh, our, our friend um, Southgate. Yeah. yeah. Everybody could do better. There's that many managers out there that could do better, right? Anyway, they play in midweek. And because they scored a few goals and they've got some players in there that's exciting. Oh, they bang it good oh, now. Hey, but I'm not being funny. They're playing Iceland. And they're not being disrespectful to Iceland. They were frozen at middle of pitch. They were dancing around them because they were blocks of ice. <laughs> they were absolutely not good enough. Whether they're on a different level, they might as well have played Bay Cup Borough. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Would they give them more of a game? But you know my point, Steve, what I'm trying to say is, I know you, if you're going to compare, compare the England team playing against a strong side, not a weak side that they're thinking, you, you know what I mean, that they're going to just demol demolish anyway, should demolish. Yeah. Uh, but is this not what's wrong in football all over? Well, it is. You know, it, well, it, it's, it a is. Fickle, it's a fickle game, isn't it, football? One minute you're on the crest of a wave, and then the next minute you're uh, being washed up. And you know why that can be, can't it? Well, in that, them situations, because a lot of things can happen in football, you know. You could have a run of suspensions that all come together, and you haven't got the same quality in depth. So all of a sudden, from being a, being a, a really, really good, structured, well-organised, well-drilled team uh, that looked very, very good, all of a sudden you look like Lincoln Regarth Rovers because we've lost three players yeah. through suspension that are key players in your team, which could have an adverse effect. 
you know, injuries. Again, if you haven't got the, the strength in depth, same thing happens. So there's a lot of situations that can happen in football that dictates whether you're going to win, lose, or draw. And football is no guarantee that you're going to win. And nobody has got a divine right to be top of the league, uh, bottom of the league, mid-table or whatever. You've got to earn the right. And if you cannot, if the competition is strong at that time in the league that you're playing in is strong, then a very, very good team could end up finishing mid-table because the ones above you have been more consistent. Yeah. And if they've had, if they've not had that many injuries, you know, I've been fortunate not to uh, pick up the knocks and had a, a same settled side every single week. They're the ones who uh, seem to push on and be at the top end, don't they? Correct. We could put it. We could put it another way here, another way, right? And I'm not taking anything away from my lads this because my lads have been absolutely fantastic, right? But let's take the FA bars for instance. We touch wood. I'll touch my head as well as the water here. We've won two games in the FA Vars. There are teams in our league and teams in other leagues that have lost two games in the, uh, sorry, have lost and gone out of the FA Vars, not lost two games in the Vars, yeah. but they've lost and gone out of the Vars. Right. Now then, does that make Bake Up Borough a better team than that team that's gone out in the Vars? No, it doesn't. What that mean? What could be is it's the look of the draw. Bacup Borough might have drawn against two mediocre, not the best teams, right? Not mediocre best teams, but the team that's so we've won and gone through. But the team that's got knocked out, who's a very good side, have actually played a very, very good side. Yeah, you get me. So, so it's a look of the. They might have had a couple of injuries. They could have been a few away on a weekend away or been on holiday and the main players. And, you know, it's just that weekend that it's it's fallen off. Yes, yeah. Rob, Rob. Too many armchair and keyboard managers about Brent that like to jump on the negativity bandwagon. He's right, isn't he? He's right with that. 100%. 100% right. That's one, Rob. Thank you. 100%. Yeah. But... but uh, no, it, it it's right, you know. We just because we've made, you know, we've won two games, you know, some sides have, have left. It don't matter, don't mean that they're uh, you know any worse or any better than us. It's just uh, the look of the draw sometimes, Brent. Yeah, well, I think it came to like with the other conversation that I had uh, as well. Again, coming back to a conversation I had the other day, I asked. I said, "Are you still are you still in the Vars?" He went. He went. No, we got we got knocked out. And, but the team that knocked him out, and he told me what had happened. He actually went to penalties, but he told me what had happened. But it were not the team were North Furabe. Well, you know as well as I know, North Furabe are, are a, a fallen giant coming down. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, when I say coming down, but on the way back up, but they've kept some of the top players. Yeah, yeah, they're a good, they're a big side, they're a big club. North Furabe, North Furabe, oh, a big Vanarama, club. Vanarama National League North club. Yeah, so, correct. So you, you you see what my point is. You know it doesn't. Yeah. You know if you if you look at a draw, you you know a team could, a team could get to the semi final or even the final of the FA. That well, I'm not saying, but let, 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 no, let's come back a bit. A team could probably get to the quarter finals of the FA Vars yeah. and had reasonably mediocre draws. Been lucky with the draws, and then there's been other teams that are probably 
far more superior than the team that's got to the quarterfinal, but been unlucky with the draws because they've met tough opposition. And I suppose you could turn that round into any cup competition, like FA Cup. It's like just like, for instance, you know, uh, Doncaster Rovers having a run in the FA Cup and getting to say a quarterfinal. You know, but Premier League teams have gone out. But does that mean that the Premier League teams aren't as good as Doncaster Rovers? No, it doesn't. It just means that Doncaster Rovers have had the look of the draw. But we were talking about these cup runs because sometimes these cup runs, Brent, they can be, uh, they can have an adverse effect, can't they, on your league campaign as well? We've seen it in the past. You know, you, yeah, can, have crack, you can have a cracking, you know, cracking cup competition, FA Vars, FA Trophy, whatever it may be, and then in your league. Because you're having to play a catch-up, you're playing games uh, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, and you could be travelling up to Workington and, and Cleetamor and everywhere. Well, it does. He's it, proved it in the past. I mean, God rest his soul, you know, a good friend of mine, Gary Law, who, who we know passed away a couple of weeks back, you know, he, he said to me, you know, it's Scupper Curzon's chance of promotion uh, because they had a run in the... Uh, in the FA Vars, and it was the, it, 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 it was the run in the Vars that, that killed the, eventually they did get promotion, but you know what I'm trying to say, it killed them. It killed the promotion, Oops, because that's what happens. It, the FA Vars comes virtually every two weeks, so that means that longer you're in the competition, your league games, it takes precedence over your league games, so you're going further and further behind in league games, and then with that mixed with the winter months, when the, when the winter sets in, and games are getting postponed as well. Yeah. So it, it all has a knock-on effect. So it has a knock-on effect. So when it gets to the business end of the season, there's very little leeway. There is, it's set in stone when you're due to finish. And all the leagues are bothered about is earning them brownie points to keep the FA sweet, that they must finish on that date, and there's no movement, and this, yeah. that, and the other. And they cram the games in, which to me just demoralises and the, the, it just waters down the old competition because well, we've had a, we've had a lot of uh, we've had a lot of interaction this afternoon which has been great uh, to have I've actually got a question uh, it's from Rob Brenton Steve question for you as a manager if your team is losing week in and week out you can hear the social media buzz about you and what's in the papers does it alter your managing style approach to the next few matches or do you keep a cool head and continue doing what you know, Brent? That's to you. That's from Rob. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, one thing you wouldn't do is listen to, and that's not saying anything about what's on social media, but a lot of them people on social media, you know, my my answer to them is, reply to them is, is that if you if you want to be a manager yourself, go in the kitchen. If you can't stand the heat, yeah. then get out the kitchen. But if you've never been a manager, go and try and be one, right? Just go and do it. Nobody's going to knock you. Give it a go and see where you go. Don't be trying to educate people when you've never given it a go yourself. Now, answering that question, I yeah. wouldn't... You know what you've got in your ranks. You know what you've got. You For probably sure. know the reasons why you're... you're um, you, you probably know exactly the reasons why you're, you're struggling or why the results are going against you. And what your job is as a manager, 
you've got to pull all stops out that you can to better the uh, uh, fill the void that is what you believe to be the reason why you're losing week in week out. You've yeah. got to, you, you know, you've got to fill the void. But the dip, but the problem you've got in trying to fill the void is it's not easy because people, you can't pick players up off a Christmas tree. They're already signed with clubs. And it doesn't mean to say because he's the manager, I've heard it even here. Why is he picking the same players week in, week out? Because we ain't got nobody else to pick from. We, we ain't got nobody. So the, so, the, so the big issue is you have to keep these players motivated and keep them positive until you can find replacements. And then when you find replacements, then you can make your changes. But as you know as well as I know, Steve, games come thick and fast. You know, you can play on Saturday, lose on Saturday, right? You, you're only got to go till Tuesday. You're playing again. You could lose on Tuesday and then you're playing again on Saturday. So in a week, you've played three games and lost all three. And then and, it becomes and you, like a vicious circle then, doesn't correct. it? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not easy. It's not really. It is not easy. Anyway, and, talking about... Talking about playing lots of games, I've had another comment in. We've got a lot of comments in. Josh Harris, I miss playing four games in seven days up at Bake Up at the end of the season to get the well, games in. Well, <laughs> Josh Harris, Josh Harris uh, we've only got one. Uh, we've only got one goalkeeper at the minute, haven't we? Here at, at Bake Up, no competition. He's under no competition. He's not under any 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 threat. We've got a seventeen-year-old. Uh, uh, lad that's going to be a very, very good goalkeeper, but as you know, he's out injured. So we've only yeah. got the one one goalkeeper. So my advice to Josh is, if you're missing it, this get is the... Get back and start yeah. squeezing the bollocks. Exactly. <laughs> get yourself back here. We're missing you, Josh. Yeah, get, get back. yourself back here. <laughs> Simple answer. Brilliant, brilliant. Anything else to add this afternoon, Mr. Peter? Oh, oh yeah. It's, I think we need to... Uh, I think we need to say happy birthday to our uh, young ball boy, Dominic Melvin. 12-year-old today, Dominic. He's a good lad. He's, he's one of the uh, Baker Ultras as well. The only yeah. trouble is when he's behind that goals and, and they get carried away with the singing, he misses the balls going out. <laughs> I'm only joking, Dominic. You're a good lad. You, you're worth your weight in gold. Is he the lad who walks around with a stepladder who climbs over the fence and goes and gets the balls back? Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, Dominic, the, the, yeah, he's a good lad. He's, he's been doing it for the last few years. He's a really, really good lad. He's, he's, when he's not here, we lose, uh, it costs us, the, you know, we, the, the, not, he doesn't cost the club money, but no. it costs us the club money because we, we, we're, we're losing plenty of balls. But when he's here, he's on the money. He's, he's top draw. And, uh, you know, happy birthday, Dominic. I hope you have a good day. Well, talking of the ultras, Brent, I hear that they're going to be quite warm this Christmas and going into uh, 2021 because you're uh, handing out hats and scarves to them, aren't you? Oh, you shouldn't have told them that was supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry. I bet you're the one that Winking frightens all the Kim tells them there's no Father Christmas. <laughs> I didn't know it was a secret. <laughs> Can't believe that. Anyway... Oh. Hey, Ultras, you're getting out some scarves off Father Christmas, Brett Peter. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't I believe it. Anyway, the cat's out the bag now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
so that someone for them to look forward to. They can come up and see me. Uh, get together. Tell me when you're coming. Socially distance, of course, and um, you can have them. I'll present them. Yeah, I want to talk. Well, what I want to cover before we uh, kind of call it a day is we spoke about it last week, Brent. Not hats and scarves, but the football strips. You know, we've uh, they are available now, but you've got to place your order by the thirtieth of November in order to make sure that you get it in time for Christmas. Uh, all the details are on the website, and you can go along to uh, to www.playunbranded.co.uk forward slash clubs, forward slash Baker Borough, and uh, some fantastic deals. And uh, we're doing all the sizes now, aren't we? Which is great. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, I'm not just saying this. I, I, the, the products that we've got on there... Uh, for it's all a brilliant, ages, brilliant partnership. Uh, brilliant, uh, uh, and and it's top quality. Really, really is top quality. So my, uh, you know, the, the you know any any whether you're part of our youth setup at Bakeup Borough, or whether you're not, you're part of somebody else youth setup. There is no reasons why your youth can't go on our website and uh, order. Um, some fantastic um, kit, what you can wear, um, whether it's training kit, whether it's traveling tracksuit, whether just it's casual, a, yeah, a, just a, casual a, wear. Casual wear uh, uh, you know, it's all the, the, the same stuff that, that, that my first team squad uh, I've invested in. So get your orders in ready for Christmas. Yeah, get your orders in. You've got until the 30th of November. Uh, and that way, you will uh, will make sure that you get all your kit in time for time for Christmas. What are you doing this weekend, Brent? What's planned? Um, How's the I, pitch I, looking? It's wet through at minute. It's absolutely wet through. To be honest, it's green and wet. But that's 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 how it is up here, isn't it? And you know, it could be green and white. Well, it won't be green because you won't see it. But I was going to say it could be white because. You know, it's getting to that time of year now where when it says snow on high ground, we get it. Yeah, I've just had another message in. Uh, Darcy O'Connor, all the best when season Top resumes, Brent. Look I, appreciate, I appreciate that, Darcy. Thank you. And, uh, you know, all the best to you if you uh, and uh, uh, Winsford. You, you look different. You look quality when we played you there in pre-season. Oh, yeah, uh, they were. Yeah. Um, but uh, thanks for that, Darcy, and uh, I'm pleased to hear from you. And you look after yourself as well. Thank you. Brilliant stuff. Well, Brent, I'm uh, I'm off over the tops to the radio station this afternoon to play a few uh, Rick Ashley's and uh, Dex's Midnight Runners. Uh, there you go, then. I appreciate <laughs> what, what what was that one that you had on the, on social media just a few hours ago? That were uh, you, you liked it with that lyrics? What were in it? Oh, uh, up the junction. There you go. I yeah. never thought it would happen with me and the girl from Clapham. <laughs> Listen, there's only there's only one song I sing round here every day. What's it's that? called? It's called. Uh, it's from Elvis Presley, "The Wonder of You." The Wonder of You. Dear yeah, dear. I'll dedicate. I'll dedicate that. To you. What do you mean, dear or dear man? <laughs> Have you heard the words? Have you heard the words? The wonder Come of you. Then. Come on, then. Give us a song. Eh? How's it go? Uh, set me off. Set me off. I don't know. Well, set me off with a song at the uh, beginning. 
one else can understand, understand me, me when everything I, I do is wrong. You give me hope and consolation. You give me strength to carry on. And you're always there to lend a hand in everything I do. That's the wonder, the wonder of you. There you go.